Welcome to the Root Cause Revolution podcast with functional and integrative nurse nutritionist and energy medicine practitioner, Audrey Christie. Hey friends, welcome to episode 288 of the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Today we're talking about psoriasis root causes. We're going to talk about the root causes. We're going to talk some of what to do about it. And we're going to talk about conventional treatments and why they may or may not work for you. So if you, if this is your first time listening, I'd like to take a quick moment to say welcome. I am Audrey. I'm a root cause clinician and I specialize in helping you to stop masking symptoms and start healing from chronic illness, chronic issues, the autoimmune disease of symptoms that won't go away. I work with people who have tried it all and still aren't at the level of health and wellness that they deserve and desire. So we work together using a non-traditional approach, including naturopathy, functional nutrition, wellness, and energy medicine. I specialize in helping you start your own root cause revolution to rebalance your body so it can heal for good. So if you're done with band-aids and ready for real healing solutions, you are in the right place. All right. Today we're talking about one of my favorite research topics, and that is psoriasis. Um, Psoriasis is one of those autoimmune diseases that is often, but not always visible on the outside. If you are unfamiliar with the disease process, um, you might be more familiar with eczema, which is kind of, well, often a precursor to psoriasis, but psoriasis is a disease process. It's an autoimmune disease that causes skin cells called keratinocytes to overproduce new skin cells. So when this happens, you get rough, scaly, dry patches on the skin. They can pop up almost anywhere on the body. Uh, and the process itself is an inflammatory process, like most autoimmune conditions, where the immune system secretes proteins that confuse the keratinocytes to overproducing skin cells. Now, a lot of people kind of, you know, to follow the TikTok trend, horrified looks from everyone in the room, when I say that that psoriasis is not a skin problem, uh, people, you know, kind of get horrified looks, right? Um, at the root of psoriasis, uh, it's often triggered by a bacterial infection, treatment of that bacterial infection, and then the leaky gut that follows, right? Um, we are learning more and more about lab markers and indicators for this, um, specifically increased lipopolysaccharides or LPS for short. Um, LPS is found at the cell wall, a very specific bacteria, and is exacerbated by leaky gut and primarily uh, by gluten and dairy, sometimes eggs, sometimes corn. Um, But don't let this explanation fool you. Each and every case at a minimum has a unique aspect to, has one unique aspect to the root cause, if not a complete uh, or completely unique root cause in itself. I'm just giving you some generalities, some commonalities for you to understand the origins of psoriasis overall for autoimmune triggers. Um, because they're always, always, including for psoriasis, any trigger for a symptom in your body is always multifaceted. Now, when we're looking at psoriasis specifically, um, like I said, leaky gut is a big one, also known as gut dysbiosis. Um, usually this comes in combination with a bacterial overgrowth, a candida, or even a parasite infection. Um, some people will say, you know, Audrey, nobody has parasites in America. <laughs> like we, we have clean water and clean food. And while that is a really good assumption, if you have animals, <laughs> if you have pets, if you have a dog that kisses you on the face, a cat that sleeps on the pillow, if you have horses or cows or sheep or goats or chickens or any of those things, um, what makes 
respectfully, what makes you think that you have to worm those things, but you're not picking up those parasites when you love on them and then forget to wash your hands or they lick your face or something like that. Um, the difference between a person or a mammal that gets a parasite and doesn't is the terrain. It's the, uh, the, the body's ability to uh, fight that off and prevent that parasitic infection or whatever infection from really taking root. Um, typically, when we see psoriasis um, with a root cause in leaky gut or one of the roots in leaky gut, it started somewhere along the line with a medication. Frequently, I see this with antibiotics, with non-steroidal anti-inflammatory drugs, with antacids. Um, other things that can cause this are toxin stress, food choices, vitamin D levels, uh, and of course, that's not an all-inclusive list. The second trigger that I see most often, or that I see often, is a food sensitivity. Um, food triggers are very, very often involved in psoriasis activation and in psoriasis exacerbation. So both the trigger and then the cause for making it worse. Most commonly, I see gluten and dairy. I see a fair amount of eggs. Sugar is also a big trigger here. So if you think of what sugar is feeding, it's feeding that uh, gut dysbiosis, that bad gut bacteria, if you will, that candida. The third thing I see is a buildup of toxins. And so really the buildup of toxins is kind of a twofold root because it is either caused by recurring or ongoing exposure to toxins or in combination with poor detoxification pathways. So that's kind of a double-edged sword. Um, stress, ongoing stress, chronic, significant, or short-term or long-term stress can trigger psoriasis um, because it activates the immune system. And this stress can be mental stress or physical stress. So it could be anxiety about a surgery or the surgery itself that stresses the body. It could be um, general stress in your day or doing a HIIT workout six days a week. Um, it could even be uh, kind of a mental self-rejection where the body demonstrates negative beliefs or uh, around the heart or the mind um, similar to what I've discussed in previous episodes. Uh, number five, root cause that I see, specific nutrient deficiencies, vitamin D, zinc, copper, vitamin A, folate, and that's, of course, driven by a number of different factors. Uh, and then the sixth thing that is a really common root cause for this is hormonal fluctuations. Um, and hormones, again, they're not, they don't work in a vacuum, so those fluctuations are caused by stress, life stages, uh, things like adolescence, puberty, menopause, those sort of things, right? Now, I'm going to talk about conventional modern medicine treatments for psoriasis. And anytime I talk about these, I feel like it's important that I repeat and really drive home the point that modern medicine is a gift, right? It is a gift for acute issues. Uh, it's even a gift to triage some chronic issues, but it is not safe. It's not appropriate or helpful for chronic disease, particularly for autoimmune conditions. Now, when I say it's not helpful for that, what I mean is that it doesn't cure it. It doesn't fix it. It doesn't rebalance the body. What it does do is mask symptoms. But if you were cooking a pizza in your oven and you had the pizza set for 350 degrees, everything was perfect, you set the timer and the timer goes off and you masked the symptom of the timer going off by either turning off the timer or walking out of the room so that you couldn't hear the timer. Is your pizza still in the oven at 350 degrees? Yep, <laughs> right? Even though you have made it so that you can't hear the timer, right? Now, 
you continue along that same path. Pizza's still in the oven at 350 degrees. And now there is smoke coming from the oven because the pizza is burning, right? And so instead of taking the pizza out of the oven and fixing the root cause, you step outside the front door so that you can't smell or see the smoke, right? You're masking the symptom of the smoke again, um, but the pizza's still in the oven, right? The root cause is still happening. Now your fire alarms stop, start going off, right? Pizza's still in the oven. Pizza's still probably literally on fire now, but the fire alarms are going off. And instead of taking the pizza out of the oven, putting out the fire, you go to the neighbor's house because now the fire department's at your house. You're going to continue to mask the symptoms until you have, what do we have now? Three problems on top of the pizza, right? So that's just a little analogy because when you mask the symptoms long-term, I completely agree that triage is sometimes necessary for chronic issues to get out of a sticky situation. When that is your long-term solution, then you are making it worse. You are, you are robbing Peter to pay Paul. It only temporarily assists in reducing, temporarily assists in reducing the outward appearance of whatever your chronic illness is, something like psoriasis. Um, so I'm going to talk to you about these conventional treatments because I want you to know about them. But I also want you to remember those six things that I talked about at the beginning. That's where your problem is. That's where you're going to find true healing. That is where you're going to stop masking symptoms and start changing your life. Okay. So common things that they use conventionally in modern medicine for psoriasis are things like phototherapy or light therapy. Um, usually it's blue light therapy, and that can help to improve skin texture, but it doesn't stop the internal causes of psoriasis. It kind of blows a little cosmetic smoke, if you will, but it doesn't and it won't, it can't solve the problem. The second thing is immunosuppressant drugs, more commonly known as chemotherapy. Yes, low-dose chemotherapy is a conventional medical treatment for psoriasis. Bottom line, it is not reliable, it is not sufficient, nor is it a long-term solution. It may be very, very necessary in the short term if you were in a surge of inflammation that is literally eating your skin away head to toe. Please know it's not a solution and it is doing much more harm to your long-term health than it is to your short-term uh, comfort, okay? Um, why is that? So immunosuppressives do exactly what the name says they do. It suppresses your immune system. So it's suppressing the very system that we need to counter infectious triggers for psoriasis um, and even the very immune system that serves to protect us from things like cancer. So it's really important to keep in mind that while it may be a short-term solution to increase your comfort, every time you use an immunosuppressant drug, it is coming at a price. The price, again, may be worth it at the time, but just staying on them for life is a huge risk to develop a second or third autoimmune disease if you're lucky, but even possibly a more debilitating infection or cancer. Uh, and so for psoriasis patients, I often see they start with psoriasis, they end up on an immunosuppressive drug, and then they uh, have relieved the skin issue, but they land in a, a deeper psoriatic pattern like arthritis as well. Um, another go-to for conventional medical treatment for psoriasis is an anti-inflammatory medication, be it steroidal or non-steroidal. Now, Earlier, I mentioned, the first thing I mentioned is how psoriasis is dramatically tied to the health of the gut. Steroids, non-steroidal anti-inflammatory medications 
are wearing away the lining of the entire GI tract from your esophagus all the way down to your rear. So long-term frequent use of these medications causes issues like ulcers, but more importantly and, and more severely for your health, it damages the lining of our body's very specific, very precision-driven, controlled permeability from the intestines into the other body systems. The way your body gets food and fuel and builds cells and all of those things is through your digestive system. And so it's critical to maintain that health. Next week, we will be talking about how to start healing psoriasis at that root cause. Um, Part two of this episode will come out on Wednesday, the 25th. So you'll have the opportunity to ask questions. You can submit those at audreychristie.com forward slash question or any social media channel also works. You can also post them in the Women's Wellness Circle, which is our free private Facebook group. Um, I always like to start. That's why this part one is understanding the process that's happening in the body because it helps us to understand what our options are. so part two, in short, we'll talk about reducing, we'll talk about identifying what your, what your root cause is, your trigger. We're going to talk about reducing and repairing leaky gut, reducing toxin buildup, and stress. Um, all of these things happen, of course, with a, a combination of nutrition and micronutrients and lifestyle uh, adaptations. And I'll also point you in the direction of some topical suggestions that work in place of steroid and antibiotic creams to heal the outward appearance of your psoriasis faster without any long-term negative effects. So that's it for today. Thank you so much for listening. If you would like to contribute to this podcast effort of getting the word out on how to heal your body for good, be sure to subscribe, share, and leave a rating on your favorite podcast provider. I would be oh so grateful. I will see you next time. Thank you for tuning in. Be well. Thank you for listening to the Root Cause Revolution podcast. Be sure and subscribe on your favorite podcast provider. Ratings and reviews are always appreciated.